Alright, welcome everybody. Uh, this is Coach Jason Ho and today we're going to be talking about a best boss series and I have with me Patterson. So Patterson, you want to introduce yourself a little? Hi, my name is Patterson. So uh, I'm currently in the molecular science industry as a regional marketing manager for APAC. Yeah. Awesome, then, great. Yeah. yeah, so thank you so much for your time and sharing uh, certain leadership um, qualities and also certain leadership advice. So they say, Patterson, they say that a great boss is hard to find, difficult to leave and impossible to forget. Right. So when we think about this, sometimes we think about the idea that who are the people we've impacted last time? So we want to be able to understand that. So I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit of a, um, what um, I've interviewed somebody, right? And what they say about you. Okay, David. We... All right. You nominated one of your best bosses, Patterson. Just want to uh, hear from you. Could you share uh, some of the memories that you had uh, with, your, with this Patterson that you felt that he was really like, wow, is your best boss? So Patterson definitely was one of my most memorable uh, managers. I worked with him, I think, five, six years ago. It was a long time ago. But um, he was actually like the first person that I've met that I've actually like been so wow about just because like he had like there was something to him, like his work ethics, you know, the way that he kind of supported us as a team. Um, I can't think of like a really defining moment or something that stood out just because the whole experience just working with him like across the board for one year was really like exceptional and I think a few things stood out for me when I look back and I kind of like was uh, thinking about like what made him so exceptional um, and the strongest factor for me was definitely that level of trust like he really really trusted us like his entire team and he really cared about us and I think he made a really like he had an um, or rather he he did an exceptional job hiring us so he trusted in his own you know hiring process and he trusted in the candidates that he hired and because of which right he never really once doubted our abilities he never really micromanaged us which at that point of time, I was really young in my career and I've been through a couple of managers, so I was so used to that structure already. Unfortunately, it's quite traditional, I would say, in Singapore still. So this was like super liberating and refreshing, like, wow, I feel like I'm actually, you know, on kind of like the same playing field as my manager. Like there was that high level of autonomy and then he's like, yeah, I believe in you, you know, just do what you need to do. Um, and anything, I'm just here to support. So I really like that. He was definitely like one of our biggest, biggest cheerleaders. Like um, he was always open to, you know, giving us any opportunity. And he wasn't the sort that wanted to, you know, step, always step into the limelight. He was more than happy to see people under him grow and develop and I remember there was one time where I had a conversation with him. I was like so early in my career and I'm like, I studied marketing. Um, you hired me for this role. I know it's like pretty events driven, but you know, I would love to do a little bit of marketing here and there if possible. And I can't believe he was, he actually took that conversation. He remembered it. And there was like one incident where he came out with a marketing initiative and he's like, Kalina, why don't you do it? Like, why don't you run with it? And I was like, really? I have no experience. And he's like, it's okay, I'll help you. Like, you know, like he's there. So 
I love how he was like super supportive and you know he was always the last one to take credit for anything like he really enjoys seeing people that he works with get that credit and shine but I love it when you know when push comes to shove and you know if um we make any mistakes he wasn't shy from actually always being the first one to kind of like shoulder the blame like we don't need him to we didn't expect him to but he was that he was just that kind of manager like he really cared for us as a team and we really appreciated him for that so kalina like when we think about this uh, is there any other words that you use to describe him um he's definitely very empathetic and humble you know from the, the things that i've shared with you um but i think one thing that just made it so enjoyable working with him is that really openness and receptiveness so i felt safe and comfortable to go to him with like challenges and problems and i know that he is there he's non-judgmental like there wasn't going to be any repercussions and if what not like he was going to kind of stand up for me or give me some suggestions or constructive criticism so i feel like that's really important like even to this day um i don't think i've had a manager that really like was up to his level of safe space i think that's really rare so i'm pretty grateful that i have found someone that i can connect with on on such a high level um but i think that's like one thing as a leader you know creating that safe space that um very personal feeling um for your team so that they see you as a person a human and there isn't that kind of gap between you and them and everyone just feels like you know you're playing on a level playing field um like everyone's on the same team and i think that's just kind of beautiful if you were in front of him uh, or you and you really wanted to show your gratitude and appreciation what would you say to him patterson i'm super grateful to have you as a manager and super grateful to have known you um you've been quite an inspiration and i know that wherever you go whoever is lucky to have you as an employee or a manager you're definitely going to be a huge asset to any company that you're in um and i look look up to you um honestly as an inspiration as a manager so thank you so much for all your guidance thank you for your friendship and thank you so much for taking care of me all right <laughs> so that was kalina and she was we were able to interview one of your uh yeah one of the people you led before what are your thoughts on that um it's it's really nice to hear from your ex colleagues uh about how they feel because a lot of time you you just be yourself and you, you show up to work um yeah like 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 um I enjoyed my time working at Kalina, the whole team, and uh, it felt like a big family. Uh, and we, we have a, a, a goal that is aligned and we work together. It's, it's really nice to hear that um, I have positively influenced her uh, in one way or another. Yeah, yeah so the, that's the beautiful thing about leadership. As uh, leaders, 
you don't only lead them in that part, but sometimes we place something in, the, in them uh, that they can take along the way to anywhere that they go. So that's something that you did and you know, really kudos to you. So for me as a leadership coach, I and, um, always want to figure out like, what are you doing that's so special? What do you do that? Because you guys, uh, person, honestly, I ask many people, you have a best boss before? Most of them say no, never in my entire life, right? So it's very rare for somebody to say that, yes, I remember this guy, this one person. So I wanted to hear from you all the way to the start. Like, how did this this journey of leadership happen for you? Where did it come from? And what, what started this whole thing? I think the first time that I actually was placed in the leadership role was during my secondary school days. Um, I was uh, I was a prefect and a CCA leader. Uh, and eventually become a section leader uh, during my national service days. So this various appointment uh, has many great influences on uh, the leadership styles uh, and form the ideology of what kind of leadership I want to be. Um, and then this eventually transpired into what kind of manager I am in the commercial setting. So I'll just name a few incidents that until today are so impactful that I still remember them. Um, I was in a prefectorial board meeting. Um, so one teacher actually said something to us. So in order to lead, you serve first. Mm. And that actually form a basis like, yeah, it's true because you don't, you don't just lead. You need to serve the people who you lead as well. Yep. And then uh, another one was my basketball coach. I remember we were clearly losing this game. Uh, I was very depressed. It's like a, the gap between the points is like, I don't know, 10,000 miles. There's no way, <laughs> there's no way it's coming back. So we, we took a break. We took a strategy break. Yeah. Um, coach pulled me one side and he's like, Hey, Patterson, hold your head up, hold your head up high mm. because your, your team is going to draw energy for you from you. Yep. And we'll be looking out, uh, for you in the court to, uh, you know, close the gap. Just, if you are a leader, once you think that this is due, uh, and you display that out. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. And then, um, then come to my NS where I had this conversation, uh, with my, uh, we call it Inchek in Singapore, right? It's my, Mm. my Inchek. Yeah. So I was in the firefighting, uh, department and we worked along like a whole family. So this Inchek told me that, uh, you know, as a leader, your respect are not given, although you have your rank, but yep. it has to be earned. So, mm-hmm. and it's going to be earned through how you execute your uh, responsibilities, um, your compassion to them. So uh, his words was to, you know, look out for your own team members and their well-being. Yep. Um, it could be their personal well-being. It could be at a false level of kind of well-being. Mm-hmm. So this, this three people, this three person, um, and their words have shaped me to who I am today. Yeah. Wow, really, like um, a lot of times when I coach or when I talk to leaders who are very inspirational like yourself, uh, somehow rather they also had inspirational leaders themselves. Right? Yeah. So it's the idea of like um, we, we receive and then we can give. We are we're able to hear from other people what their beliefs are and all that and then we're able to give. So I just want to hear from you then when we think about you then now you as a leader if you boil it down into like what is there must be some belief or core 
values that you have that is important to you as a leader. And that's why Kalina saw it. Probably a lot of other people see it. What is that core value that is almost like your compass that when you're leading um, people? It's a combination of things. Uh, so I just name a few. So these are the top few uh, core beliefs that I have. It's empowerment, trust, and respect. Um, and also, you know, it, it, it comes to me that, you know, people want to be led, not managed. And, and it, it just go back to your hiring process. So there's a Chinese phrase that came across to me. And then I remember I was reading the book and I highlighted it. I highlighted it because I see that word. I was like, wow, it's called 用人不疑,疑人不用, which means that if you decided to work with these people, don't doubt them, don't be suspicious of them. And I brought that to my hiring process. If I decided to hire this individual, yeah. then this person will have the empowerment, the trust and the respect for me because I don't want to doubt them. I want to trust in the capability and trust in my own judgment of hiring them. Um, it comes on to a more nitty-gritty thing like your day-to-day -day communications and also mm. accepting responsibility as a person uh, You know, with effective communications. I think you and your team member can achieve a lot more because... If you build, if you open up that channels of communication with no judgment, it's a safe harbor where they can speak to their leader freely about their problems or the success that they have, and then you can take back and celebrate the success because uh, you know clearly they did a good job and there's something to learn from. Uh, if we make a mistake, we shoulder the mistake together, and I think it boils down to be able to communicate effectively. Uh, and also you know as a leader, you need to accept accountabilities you yep. you there's days that uh certain campaigns do not run as well uh do you want to go and you know start pointing fingers at people uh or you know hide in one corner and feel sorry for yourself <laughs> <laughs> uh but not that uh i think i i would rather see it as you know uh let's do after action review uh let's see how we can evaluate and be better myself and the team uh, and, and, you know, sometimes it's, it's really, uh, you know, move forward as a team. Um, I see myself as a bus captain of that small department that I work with. Um, and we are all heading to the right destination. So the bus captain has to know and the bus captain has the responsibility to drive everyone to the destination that yep. in the first place, why they even get on board because they want to go to the destination with you. Yeah. Awesome. I, I noticed uh, when Kalina was sharing that uh, she was mentioning to you to, about you that it's actually quite flat, right? I know some leaders is like, well, I'm the boss, you know, I'm your manager, you know, you don't talk to me like that, you know. There's a very big gap, you know. But I hear that uh, from what you share, you don't really like that. Is that true or is it more of like, what is it? I, I didn't like to create that kind of levels. Uh, I see us as working as a whole team, just having different responsibility. Um, and you being a manager, you should, I mean, in my own, in my own opinion, yep. uh, you need to, you know, have that communication. I go back to communication again. Yep. If you create that distance, like I'm a manager, I tell you, and this is what you need to do. Yep. Uh, I, it's, it's not a way that I want to work with people. Mm. I want them to be able to come back to me and say, hey, Pat, this is wrong. And why is this wrong? And I'll be happy to hear them up. Over a period of time, it encourages them to freely speak up their ideas. And this is where new possibilities and greater heights can be achieved in my, in my, in my experience. Because if, if they feel fearful to speak to you, there yeah. could be a better way to do things. 
uh, but we will all, we will never find out. If you, if you create that, oh, I'm a boss and you need to listen to me. I'm a, I'm a manager. Uh, yeah. But instead, if you if you help them to understand, your role is to do the critical uh, weighing yeah. of execution. Is yeah. it to uh, help us achieve the results that we want to? Uh, in that way, uh, that level of playing field yeah. come in. I am your team member now. Mm. It's just that my role is to give guidance and direction. Right. Uh, you own that idea. Mm. Uh, if we if we all set this thing out. You will have the empowerment and the trust to execute your belief. Right. And then this, you own that project. But whenever you need help, um, you need a roadblock, you, you have something that you're not very sure, you, you need me to come in, then I will come in again. And then this time around, I'll play as a leader, but not to tell you what to do, but to help you to understand the challenges that you have and what is the positive, what is the possible uh, solution that we can uh, deploy uh, to that challenges you have. So it's, it's more of, I see myself more like a like a doctor, you know, uh, a, a, a team doctor. If yep. you have any illnesses, you come to me. I consult. I give you a suggestion, uh, <laughs> and it, it just goes both ways. We we yeah, we, yeah. It's, it's that kind of environment that I, I prefer to work uh, in. Yeah, it's like it's a culture. I say yeah, I would say yeah. it's a culture environment. But it's very great because um, a lot of times when we think about leadership, sometimes some leaders will say that I need to make the final say. Uh, that's why I'm a leader, right? I, it is true, but sometimes that it's so far to one side that they don't listen to other people or they maybe shoot even worse, shoot them down. So from what I hear is that you're trying to get them as, as you guys mentioned, one of the most important things for you is empowerment. You want to empower them so much that they make that decision that is theirs. And then yeah. when they are able to do that, then they feel that, hey, yeah, I have higher level ownership. Patterson is uh, giving me this empowerment. He's not breathing down my neck, micromanaging and all that. So it's great to be able to see that people are open because uh, face it, as leaders, we need as much insights and data as possible. Imagine everybody is quiet we can't make a decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, that's a perfect example uh, that you have just said. Um, yeah, we want that. We want that communication so you know what is happening on the ground. Uh, yeah. How is your team members feeling? And and that actually, you know, it, 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 it has a domino effect if uh, if people are not speaking to each other. So uh, you know, it, it, if it's a positive news, then it has an amplifying effect. You know, everybody feel great. They are achieving their results. They own the project. They are empowered to, you know, uh, they want, they don't want to be managed. They don't want to be led. So, yep. um, and then our role is really here to, you know, we are like a pathfinder. We help you yep. eventually make that path towards the end goal that we all want to be, uh, in terms of careers or in terms of our personal goals. Yeah. Yeah. So very similar to you, I see myself as a coach right? Uh, not only coaching my clients, but also in terms of my team as well, hoping that I want to bring out the best in them because actually if you face it, uh, their success is also your success. That's correct. That's absolutely uh, something that I believe in. Uh, they, my team members' success will be my, my and my entire team's success. Exactly. Uh, we are not individual entities. We are a group. So my, my job is to really nurture them, uh, you know, impart my uh, knowledge to them. So in order to help them to grow and during this growing journey, they also have, I believe they will have self-discovery of, oh, you know, I can actually achieve greater things. I can actually do this because I, I'm new to this. I'm afraid. My job is to give them the assurance. Don't be afraid. Take your first step. Anything happen, you know, there's someone there to 
work with you to find the solution. I will not say I always have the solution, but you have a partner to help you. Or rather as a manager, you have the resources that you can, you can, you can, you can get in to get things done. Yeah. Yeah. So some, some leaders, um, some people see leaders as well. First thing, uh, it's going to happen. You'll be thrown under the bus. That's it. Bye bye. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so the idea is that, um, great leaders out there, we take full ownership, especially when it's negative because it's after all it's us, even though we delegate as us. And uh, when it comes to credit, we want to give it freely. Yeah, I, 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 I think I think being able to give credit to people is uh, it's a privilege itself. Mm. I see that as a privilege. Oh, I like how you say that. Yeah. Yes. So I, I, I see myself very privileged in a way whereby I, I can give credit to my team members on very good job that they have done. Uh, and I want people to recognize that they have the ability that uh, you know this it could be a it, they could be a junior post, but they do have very positive impact in how. Uh, organization function and it, people need to see that regardless of your role and your responsibilities um, you do shine in your own domain and you have impact uh, yep. of the whole organization and it's my job as a manager to amplify that message to a wider community in the same umbrella of the organization yeah, and I felt privileged to be able to do that Mm, that's uh, yeah. something I'll learn, I learned from you. Yeah. Something that uh, it is really a privilege to give credit and to build other people up, right? It's always about that, building people up. Yeah, so Patterson, um, interesting. I, it sounds like, um, it sounds like uh, you don't have any challenges, but I think all leaders definitely <laughs> have a lot of challenges uh, that we need to overcome. And, and maybe some of those challenges help to shape you and your leadership. Anything that you, uh, you can think about that comes to mind? The first thing that I actually think about is uh, communication. So by nature, as a young boy, uh, I'm an introvert person. I'm a very quiet. Uh, I like to do my own things. Hmm. Um, so throughout throughout my growing up, when I was placed in various uh, leadership roles, I realized that communication is key. And if I remain as an introvert person and not sharing my thoughts, um, whether, you know, is it a, a positive feeling or a negative feeling, if I don't share, nobody will, will know. And then it translates into a commercial setting where if you don't articulate that vision or uh, that instructions or, 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 or words to, uh, well, mm. you, you are effective not leading uh, your team because you, you leave them you know, off a meeting with all sorts of second guests. Mm. Yeah. So over the period of time, uh, I learned that you know, uh, communication is key. Uh, in building relationship, we are, yep. you know, as human, we are herd animal. We want to socialize and we are, we, we had a gift to, you know, to be able to speak a certain language together. Yep. Um, so I work on it. I work on it until today. I, I still want it. Um, and then certain improvement that I did was to, uh, carefully choose some of the words that you use. Mm. I think words help a lot of impact. Uh, when you say it very casually, yep. the receiving party may not be receiving that message or you know decoding message that the way you want to tell them true so i i choose so uh, i i sometimes do choose word that's more positive when it's yep. a, a more negative setting right uh to help out the spirit you know and, and things like this so I, I think this is one of my challenges that i have to uh overcome as a as a person Mm. So you're introvert, but then you kind of like found it that it was important to you speak up. And then in the commercial side, you speak up and it's important to share the vision and help people get that direction. 
Correct, correct. And now yeah. even there, when you say communication, is about choosing the um, little bit more positive. I heard Kalina say that you're a little bit of a cheerleader, right? yeah, helping yeah. to uh, <laughs> cheer them on towards yeah. their goal. Yeah, and the if I was to if I was to add another thing on, it was really balancing your vision and the execution. Yes. Um. So a lot of time you have a vision or a, a, a goal that you need to achieve, a KPI that you need to achieve, but um, how as a leader to be not overwhelmed by deadlines and find time in between for everyone to catch a breather, uh, to take a step back. So you're not driving everyone down the cliff, so yes. to speak. But yeah. you, you need them to understand, yes, we are all meeting a timeline. You need to have the assurance that, you need to give your team members the assurance that you we can all achieve this thing on time and we can deliver the results. Maybe at the back of our mind, you'll be like, oh no, you know, we are really short of time. But yeah. with better organization and communication, there will be pockets of time that you can, you know, bring everyone out and say, let's go down to the coffee shop downstairs. Let's have a yeah. kopi ping. Let's talk yeah. about, let's talk about things. Let's not talk yeah. about work. Let's talk about something that we are happy. Let's talk about how we want to celebrate after the project and 15 minutes. Yeah. And then we come back and then, you know, we continue to work. So to me, it's really balancing achieving goals and, you know, in between that, that work, the pipeline of execution. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you made a, a very interesting point. It's a point that I always uh, share with leaders that I coach. Um, as a leader, there are two main things we always balance. Results, that means KPI and all that, yeah, yeah. and relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the relationships are the ones of how people feel about you, why people want to stay, what do they, do they feel that you care? So that's all the relationships part, and we need to balance both. If yeah. we go too much on a one, um, things will go south, right? Things can go negative. If you go yeah. too much onto relationships, uh, then maybe work doesn't get done. So it's really the yeah. balance. And um, it's. I think as leaders, we are always balancing that. Sometimes we yeah. need to push, but sometimes we know that, oh, we push too hard. Maybe we need to go here and have a copy ping downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the way I see it as well. <laughs> Fantastic, yes. Yeah. So... Um, it seems like you are very, um, um, you're quite happy and I see that you're quite fulfilled as being a leader and all that. Uh, but what do you, of all the things you, you find uh, meaningful, fulfilling, uh, being in a role as a leader, what, what do you find, what do you really find most fulfilling? I, I, find it, I find it extremely fulfilling when I get to know that I have played a part in positively impacting uh, someone else's life. It could be, yeah. it could be how I, uh, you know, show them certain qualities and eventually they lead with that quality and it, yeah. it positively impacts their own team members now. Mm-hmm. So it, it feels like passing a baton, you see. It's like I, I pass that baton to you and then, you know, you, you pass that on to someone else and we are all grooming different generation of people. Yes. And it's nice and fulfilling, fulfilling to me that, uh, actually, play that part in impacting someone else's life in a very positive manner. Yeah. Great. I mean, when I, when I think about this, I personally always reflect on uh, this idea of impact and legacy, right? There are many things you cannot, there's almost nothing you can bring out outside, outside this world after you pass on, right? A little bit morbid, but when we think about like really impact is the idea of like what legacy do you have? What fire do you put in somebody else's life that carries on even after you are gone? It carries on and it, it does pass on. Same as the negative side, 
If they yeah. have a really bad yeah. boss, they <laughs> might treat other people badly and then it just keeps going on. Everybody's trying to snuff out that fire. Uh, but it's great to hear that leaders like you are trying to light that fire so that there's a little bit more hope. There's a hope that uh, we can lead in a way that's high results and yet high relationships as well. Yeah, I do agree. Yeah. Thank you. So if there's if there's something that, um, because this is really um, uh, for the audience of leaders and the leaders out there, there are always there are thousands and thousands of books out there to read, right? About, oh, this is the kind of leadership style, this is the kind of leadership style. If there's one or two different things um, that you want to give uh, as your advice or something that you really want to share, what is one piece of advice that you want to leave the leaders out there? Um... I think the overarching message for me will be to lead the way you like to be led and mm. to lead with compassion. Uh, with that being said, I think it's worth taking time to learn about the people that you work with, that you manage uh, or you know, to, to, that you lead uh, and show them that you truly care about uh, their belief system and how they would like things to be, to be worked. Keep, you know, to, to remain open, uh, yep. to create that environment where it's safe, um, and to, you know, to really show them the respect, not just in terms of good work that's being done, but also the respect towards their, their time during working hours and off working hours. Yeah. Uh, you know, always be visible to them. You always be present. We talk about, you know, what is impacting now, you know, although we always have a vision, but, uh, you know, to, to, to be present with them. Like, I'm here with you right now. Uh, I'm here, I'm visible. I took my time off my schedule. So we, I, we sit down and then we, we talk about something. Uh, could be, it could be personal. It could be, could be something that is bothering that your, bothering your employees. Um, as simple as that, I, I would say an example, like, uh, maybe you have a team members that is, uh, going through a very difficult period of time and you, you kind of learn that, uh, how in your own, uh, ability you help them to, you know, uh, help them to go through this period of difficult time. Yep. by adjusting some of their, their job scopes mm. and, and things like this. Um, because you, you know this is just passing phase, passing storm, uh, yeah. but you don't want to start, uh, you know, uh, putting roadblocks in front of them. But you, you rather you help them to clear the roadblocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patterson, sounds as if that um, a lot of the advice you give, it's really the idea of just being a better human being. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We want to respect each other. We want to yeah. get to know each other. We want to know that yeah. uh, when yeah. people work um, in our team, it's not yeah. just that they are robots and all that. There are people yeah. to they have emotions, they have family problems and all that. And uh, as a leader, we're there for them. Absolutely it's almost like correct. a good friend. Yeah. yeah, absolutely correct. I think I think it's you it's, respect is very important to to one and to another. Uh, and respect comes in many forms. Yeah. Uh, and it's usually, you know, translate through actions and verbal language. Yeah. All right. This has been so enjoyable learning from you uh, as a leader. Thank you so much, Patterson. So uh, for those uh, in the audience, if you want to hear more about uh, Best Bosses and what are the different unique things that they do, uh, stay tuned to this podcast and stay tuned to the YouTube. So with that, thank you so much, Patterson. Thank you, Jason. And uh, thank you so much, everybody. And have a great day.